It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Corey Willis with PVI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the number one diesel truck podcast on iTunes. And today we're going to be chatting with Georgina Hooper from BD Diesel, and she manages the BD race team, show team, social media marketing, does a ton of things at BD Diesel. And we wanted to ask her about some events that BD's hosting recently and ones they have coming up, but then also the bigger and a picture of events all across North America and what racing and local, regional, even national events do for diesel motorsports and how it helps. So we know you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. We want to encourage you guys as well to go to dieselperformance.com. Check out what BD has going on for the the end of summer, beginning of fall sales. There's tons of different things that, that they're doing, and they also need some help with cores. So if you go onto the dieselperformance.com website, check it out. You may have some cores laying around. You want to free up some space, so they may need them as well. So make sure you check that out and give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook. All right, let's get to the podcast with Georgina and talking about racing events and ways we can bring the diesel community together and encourage people to take their trucks out, race them, and have some fun. Georgina, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm excited to chat with you today, and there's so much for us to go over. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a busy year so far. Well, I saw that you guys just had an event not long ago. You got one coming up. But before we got into the event side of things, I wanted to ask you or introduce you to our audience and, and have you tell us what you do at BD Diesel, how long you've been doing it, what your specialty is there. Yeah, for sure. So I've been working at BD Diesel for a little over five and a half years now, I think. And uh, I play, a, I guess, a, a lead role in the race team for coordinating it and social media. And I also work within our marketing team and department. I see a ton of posts from you with the race team. And we've actually, it's been really cool to chat with some of the members of the race team and see what they're doing with their, with their trucks. For those that don't know, what is the BD race team? The BD race team is... Um, I guess you could say Brian created it about five years ago uh, to really kind of give the opportunity to a lot of uh, current races, up current races, to be able to continue to race and you know get the technical advice and support and parts that they they need. Um, there are different levels to our race team, so um, that worked out kind of really well, especially for those who are just kind of interested. Like I'm trying to build my truck. It just makes mm-hmm. things a little bit more accessible for them and they get a lot of information and uh, I guess direct contact with us as well. I've heard that from a few different ones that we had on like Josh Scruggs and mm-hmm. Chris Patterson. Where they're like the, the advice I get it, and help that I need, it, it could just be a question or something is invaluable for them to be able to pick up the phone, yeah. call into BD Diesel and get the help. Yeah, I think a lot of it as well, like the main bonus is the communication and being more accessible through Facebook Messenger and that they have our cell phone numbers and stuff too. I mean, I'll get calls, they're on the track, they've blown a boot or something and Mm -hmm. I'm in Canada and I'm hooking them up, getting them a new boot and things. So it's definitely um, a a bonus 
uh, for our race team members is the communication process. Well, and then Derek Rose with his big UCC win mm-hmm. this year. <laughs> that was really cool to see. And that truck has always been one of our favorites to, to watch. And to see him you know, finally win the whole thing and do it the way that he did was so cool. Yeah, that was definitely well-deserved. We were so excited that uh, he was able to bring home the win. He's put in a lot of hard time and effort in his team. And, you know, it, it takes a lot away from the family time and everything as well, and especially running his own business. So he, he definitely earned that one. That was, uh, that was something we were chatting about. I don't remember with who, but they were talking about it's not just racing, especially, you know, these guys that are going around the country and doing it, and some of them, do have you know, jobs in diesel themselves. They have shops and things like that. But the support network and how important it is to have support at the manufacturer level, not just with parts, but with the expertise, the guidance. And it's really not just one person. You know, it's them, it's their crew, it's their families, it's their, their sponsors or the companies that they work with. And that's one of the really cool stories, I think, of events and then of the BD race team and how it's progressed where years ago it wasn't really like that and and the support is is what's key yeah i mean it's definitely grown over the years i think we went from maybe 10 races five years ago to like 140 members of our race team wow yeah it it definitely progressed and um i guess in-house it it, i guess brian started it and then it was kind of just me and brian for a little while and now kimberly's uh taking over the sales for it and then R&D are really, really playing a big role in it as well now. So, you know, engineering products, taking on all of the uh, information and just helping them with tech support too. Well, I bet a lot of product development comes from the guys that are racing all the time and things that they need that maybe 10 years ago or five years ago didn't really know, but they're pushing these trucks so far and doing such creative things with them that it's probably really helpful to get feedback from 100, 140 you know, people out there racing their trucks. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, we, we get a ton of feedback and not just on products or anything as well, but even like, you know, they'll bring, hey, this will be a great idea to put on social media or, you know, our website. And a lot of them are now creating some events themselves. So they, you know, reach out for sponsorship from us, and uh, Brian and Christian are both huge in sponsoring the the diesel events. Um, they believe to, they need to keep the diesel industry alive and keep supporting everyone. The events are so crucial. Like that was how I got into diesel performance about 12 years ago. Was I didn't know anything about diesel trucks other than I would see like a bus or an old construction truck, you know, a 12 valve going down the road, <laughs> and I went to one and. I'm like, these things are fast and they can, you know, they're cool to watch. And that hooked me into it way before I even owned one. And I wanted to ask you about that because we've, we've, I think, been able to get feedback from our listeners. And a lot of them say, hey, the events are important. It's something we can do locally or regionally that gets enthusiasts together. What are some things that you guys or tips that you guys would give someone who wants to cre- basically create their their own a diesel event? And with the experience you guys have, you've been doing it for you know decades, been involved in in racing and tons of different things. I guess some tips that I would have um, come from the struggles that we have had too, from like start to finish, and that would be you know just reach out to everybody 
get your sponsors, get your vendors, and then it would also be towards the industry to say, you know, become a vendor, support every kind of event that you possibly can within your power. You know, everyone has to work as a, like, an industry team to keep growing and things like that. And this is where I really think Randy and Stacy Cole from the NHRDA just kind of hit the nail on the head. You know, it's, it's one thing to sponsor, but it's another thing to show up. And I think that really touched home with us here, and uh, which is why we've been kind of traveling on the road a little bit more and hitting up all of the events. Yeah, I remember um, that that video that they did, mm-hmm. and I remember watching it, and it, it's just like it hit me pretty hard because yeah. it, it brought everything full circle. Yeah, in a way I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, their words definitely hit home, and. Uh, I mean, I believe like our sales team, our on-the-road sales team, we hit about 90% of the events to what we can. I mean, with Delton and Gaia traveling all around and Harold as well, traveling all around like the US and Canada. And then the marketing team um, being sent out to some of the ODSS events and UCC. And, you know, we have our SEMA team, our PRI team. So we've really escalated our, I guess, uh, in-person attendance in the last two years. One of the questions uh, that you guys probably get a lot and I've wanted to ask you is with all the traveling that you guys are doing and the involvement in the racing side of things, do you guys plan on replacing the NHRDA or doing something to to fill the void or the vacuum that was left? Those are some definitely some big shoes to fill. Um, The answer to that as of right now is no. Um, We did we have been you know being reached out to for a, a few years now to put on a drag race event and uh so which is how we started dirt drags and um we decided that you know there wasn't a drag race event in bc and since nhrda uh did end you know there's a lot of there's a lot of dino events but there really is a lack of drag racing events that they would host so we decided this year to kind of just go for it and say, okay, well, let's reach out to our local racetrack and, you know, figure it out for maybe a one-day event for the year. And it actually, I mean, it, it turned out spectacular. I wanted to ask you about that. I saw it on Facebook, and and I think you guys got a little bit of rain. Yeah, um. so um, <laughs> <laughs> typical BC weather. Um, unfortunately, it did rain. We They got to get a couple of test runs in. And then it just rained the entire day, on and off, on and off. So they were, they wasn't able to dry the track out at all. But we had the Chaos uh, Diesel Performance brought their dyno down, and they ran the dyno all day. And we had drifting going on, and a show and shine, and all of our vendors. So the day turned out really good. It's uh, it's really interesting when we. I love to talk with our listeners and our fans. It, it's one of my favorite things about doing a podcast. And we have so many fans that are in Canada. A lot of them are in BC and Alberta and, and other provinces. And I think down here, we, we almost have blinders on in a way, like it, even down to like where we live, the state, the racetrack. But diesel performance is so huge. And, and BD's known here, you know, for, for parts and racing and involvement and all those sorts of things. But what about for the Canadian diesel fans? How, you know, are there, are you guys growing the event side or doing more? What's the feedback you get? from the the fans that are there yeah i mean i've seen over the years um i mean we started out with dino days and things like that and the attendance it it does grow it grows slowly for our events 
But I think with the opening of like UCC and like ODSS and with our Canadians that are actually in UCC, like Sean Allerton and Donovan Harris, I think that it really pushes people to want to be a part of the diesel industry as well as, you know, be able to participate in the events. So I think without really very much promotion of, you know, hey, join the BD race team and that as well, I think with our Canadian dealers and participants um, that promote themselves when they race, I really think that that helps grow the Canadian industry. I mean, there's a lot of our dealers that are racing and people see it and, you know, I, I think it's just something that they get really into. It's, it's another thing too that I think with networking and just working together, whether it's for an event or you know, following different pages or things on Instagram or Facebook, we really get to see all the cool trucks. Like Sean Ellerton's truck is, is really cool and Donovan Harris and um, just there's really fast trucks and really cool builds. And it's great to see, like you said, with UCC, like the teams are traveling, you know, to Indianapolis to go race and you get to see just all the hard work and all the dedication that that goes into it. And I think it's almost like our passion for diesel just melts everything else and we're just like, Man, it's a cool truck or what kind of power does it make or you know, it just whatever they're doing, it's that's what that's what brings us together. Absolutely. It's definitely become like its own culture, I guess you could say. And uh, it's an addictive culture to be in, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. You end up kind of bringing it into being part of your lifestyle. And I think that's why the diesel industry really is starting to grow, because it does become a part of people's lifestyles. With um, There's another event that you guys are doing. It's coming up here in like two or three weeks, right? Yeah, that's the uh, BD Diesel Dirt Drags. This will be our third year doing it with the uh, Chilliwack Fair. And it's, uh, it's been a big hit in the past. It's a lot of work. This is uh, the one where we actually uh, go in and Brad Taylor, who's on our sales team, um, he builds the track from start to finish himself. And we have a lot of sponsors on that where we get the, to be able to do that. We get the equipment donated and barricades. And yeah, that's a, the big event where we, we build it up from start to finish. That sounds fun. I've never taken a truck and done dirt drags but it looks really fun and, and I definitely want to do it one day <laughs> it is a lot of fun we get a lot of locals for the community and all of our events are actually non-profit events uh, any profit occurred Brian and Christian um, donate 100% to the BC Children's Hospital oh that's awesome yeah so as of this year so far we're on track to be able to donate roughly around over ten thousand dollars oh wow that's cool Mm -hmm. They're very big supporters of uh, the BC Children's Hospital. With um, with the event itself, where what, what time does it start? Or if people are local, or they're gonna they're gonna cross the border, take their truck there. What uh, where yeah. can they find the details on it? This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. That's exactly it. I mean, from the Sumas border, it's maybe a 20 minute driveway. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so we do get a lot of the Washington crowd and Lyndon and everything come in and it starts at, it's a 
9 a.m. to 5 p.m. for spectators. Participants, obviously, we have to have arrive earlier to get tacked and around 7.30. It is actually, we do it in with the Chilliwack Fair, which is a three-day event, and we just have the Saturday. So awesome. it's, uh, yeah, it's, we have, we, yeah, it's gonna be a good day. Busy day, <laughs> but a good day. Is there a, a live feed or a place online that, that we could watch? Um, we do upload the videos and we do social media. We actually uh, don't do live feed. We prefer for, uh, to try and promote our events with people actually coming to them. Oh, cool. Yeah, we kind of took that aspect of it. Um, that's the one thing that we noticed with our diner days when we would live feed them, our attendance would drop. Oh, okay. That, that's um, probably a yeah. question that people have that are thinking of, of doing an event, or they've done them for a few years and like, hey, I really want to grow this, is, you know, should I do live feeds? And that's, that's a really good insight. Yeah, I think because we, for the West Coast Diesel Shootout, uh, we didn't do a live feed, and I think that that brought a lot of the Alberta crowd down too, because we, we do get a lot of questions, are you guys gonna be live feeding it? And when we would say, no, unfortunately we're not, they actually say, okay, well, I guess, you know, I'm coming to the event then. <laughs> and that's kind of the feedback that, that we got, and then we, we really have noticed a decline when we did live feed, so we decided to stop, like we'll, we'll do our social media teasers and our epic videos from our in-house videographer, but to live feed the events, it's it kind of, I mean, it sucks if you generally can't make them. Yeah. <laughs> but on the other hand, um, like us and UCC and everyone else, it, we give them enough notice to be able to plan in advance. Well, I imagine too with, it seems like technical difficulties can, it's always a possibility. <laughs> and if, you know, the live feed goes down or something like that, it's like, Man, I should have went. I just should have drove. You know, I was a few hours away or 30 minutes away or something like that. And that's exactly it as well. And uh, local, I mean, we get a lot of the local crowd. But it's, uh, I mean, a lot of people think that we're super close to, say, Alberta and stuff. But it could be anywhere between a 12 to 14 hour drive for those guys to, to come down. So it kind of asks a lot of them. But, I mean, they do. They come down. They commit. They enjoy it. They have fun. You know, and obviously there's after parties everywhere and, you know, good food, good people. Yeah, I think I saw at, uh, saw at UCC, you guys had pizza and Gibsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we, it started out as a race night where a lot of our BD race team would either spectate or actually participate in UCC. And we decided to kind of bring them all together. And then this year we decided, you know, like, let's have the, like everybody. That will provide pizza and beer and Gibsons for everybody. Let's just bring the uh, the diesel community together. I mean, a lot of the time we're all at the same events, but because the events are so busy, we don't really get to see each other a lot or hang out a lot. I mean, it's it's work work and business, work and business. And we decided, you know, like let's just, you know, it takes ten minutes to grab a slice of pizza and a drink. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. something. Yeah, that, uh, it actually worked really well, and we got to speak to a lot of people, and especially when it was arriving, everyone was arriving. Of course, you're arriving at 8, 9 p.m. at night. You don't really want to go out for dinner. you still got to offload your trucks. It worked really good. Yeah, it's, it, it's something that I think the networking aspect of, uh, of the events, like we talked about, of the BD Race team, of going to these things, all over the country or North America is what's so important. And I think, 
I guess if I was to step back for a second, is because technology, our phones, social media, it's almost like we can sit back and just, you know, watch things or read about them. But it's really getting to meet people face to face and talk to them and joke around and have some food and, and watch things where you really build relationships. And I think that's incredibly important for the event side, especially the organizers and how they do it is being able to meet people from the BD race, being able to meet you or Harold or Brian or Christian and talk. And then you have that relationship built and you guys can work together on promoting an event or putting it together or, you know, tips and things that you guys can give them. That's exactly it. I mean, networking is a huge part of the industry. And I always say the, the BD industry is a very social industry as well. I mean, you can see online, everyone has their fun in the games. And, you know, to bring people together to network, I mean, there's people that I speak to online for four or five years that I've never even met. And now that we make it accessible for them to come to the booth, have some pizza, meet the people that you've been speaking to over the phone and on, on Facebook and even uh, industry people. I mean, I've always said there's, there's no enemies in the diesel industry. Um, definitely competitive companies and stuff, but I mean, to bring everybody together, I don't think uh, a lot of people realize that even with competitors, we're all friends. I saw that once many years ago. Well, I say many, but like six or seven years ago, I went to Shy Diesel Extravaganza and I met Harold and he's a really cool guy to talk to <laughs> and he's, he's funny. And I remember seeing, you know, I wasn't in the industry per se, but we, I had this perception like, oh, this company doesn't talk to this company, and that one doesn't talk to that one. No, it's not like that. Like, everyone's laughing and joking around after the show and having a good time, and it's it's really the trucks and the enthusiasm that that's brings them together. That's exactly it. I mean, I think my eyes got open to that on my first event where I went out to uh, UCC, I think it was three years ago, and I'm like, oh, like, what's going on? Like, we have our competitor in our booth, <laughs> everybody's joking around. And it's definitely, uh, it, it was definitely, moving into the diesel industry was definitely a little bit of a culture shock uh, <laughs> for me, but it was definitely a good one. And to see how people communicate and, you know, joke around and stuff. I mean, like I say, there's, there's no enemies, we're all friends and family. And that's, I think that's really what grasped me into the diesel industry. It's, I just thought of a question to ask you. And it's it ties in another almost kind of series we've had and that's a lot of our listeners or a good a good portion of them they have the passion for their trucks the racing it, it's in their blood and they think maybe i can have a career in this you know maybe it's maybe it's starting a shop maybe it's working for a manufacturer maybe it's being a, an organizer what kind of tips would you give someone you know through your own journey of saying I really like this. I want to do this for a career and being able to, I guess, go into it and be as successful as, as you possibly can. I think I would just reach out, you know, I mean, like us as uh, lots of other companies there, and if it's something that you're thinking about, feel free. I mean, give those companies a call and just let them know, like, you know, I think this is an industry that I want to be in. Can I come? Can I get a tour? Can I meet some people? I mean, I know a lot of people are definitely, and then a lot of companies would definitely be open to that. Yeah, I think, I think seeing it is really important as well, especially like with a tour and being able to see behind the scenes a little bit, you know, see the manufacturing that goes into it. Because there's so many sides. It's not just, you know, building a part. There's, 
there's technical representatives, there's marketing, there's events, there's races, there's race, you know, the race side of it, the manufacturing, tons of different things. And there's, there's some, there's something for everyone. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, we have people come into our facility all the time that see the building from the outside and then we give them a shop tour and they're like, whoa, this place is huge. Like we have transmission <laughs> departments, like everything down to like packaging and like machinery and like CNC in and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's definitely deceiving to them. They're like, wow, everything like happens in-house. I'm like, yeah, everything's done in-house in Canada. <laughs> and it just, it blows people's minds. That, that is a really good point. I've been on a few tours before, different places, and I'm always amazed. Like, I want to take, like, a sleeping bag and just stay there and, like, watch and see all these things come together. And it, it is amazing how much is done in-house with an engineering team and, uh, you know, the, the, the guys who are building the parts and just all the different things that go into, like, a turbo or a manifold or, or you know, a transmission or... Just tons of different parts and it's so cool to see that come together oh it's definitely i mean it like i said it blew my mind the minute i had uh, joined with bd and i can like when we do the tours like it's just it opens up a whole new side to that diesel industry i mean people see all the videos they see the racing they see the products but they don't generally physically all the time see the manufacturing or realize that it is done in-house and the processes that happen and the amount of people, I mean, we have about 150 employees that work for us here. And it's, it's crazy, like, just to see, like, everybody work as a team and to get products out and how they're made and, you know, if there's a problem, how they fix it, so. It is definitely on my list one day is to go to BC, go to Abbotsford and get a tour because I want to see, I want to see the, the operation and all that, that BD does because when I think of BD diesel performance, I think diesel performance. I mean, there's Cummins Duramax Power Stroke, everything is there, and it's just I want to see it. And so, it's definitely on my list to do one day. Oh, yeah, I would definitely love to have you, that's for sure. Well, I, it was uh, it was really cool chatting with you, Georgina, and I've looked forward to this for a long time. I, I wanted to know more about the race team and the events because I keep seeing BD all over. And and it, it's it's cool to to see it. And I wanted to ask you a bunch of questions and, and and see you know what was going on and and you know the plan for the diesel community, which is really the most important part of it, is the people that are out there and their enthusiasm for it. So I, I definitely appreciate those insights. Yeah, definitely the podcasts help uh, make a the awareness to not only just the diesel industry, but the events and everything upcoming. I mean, anything we can do to grow it uh, helps drastically. Well, and for people who, who are interested in you know, the event coming up or any other ones that you guys do, is the best place to see what BD's doing is social media and then um, the website? Yeah, for sure. You can follow our pages, uh, BD Diesel Performance. We have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then everything is also on our website, which is www.bddiesel.com. Awesome, Georgina. You know, I appreciate your time today, and I'm definitely going to be in touch when I head that way to, to schedule a tour and be able to meet everyone and, and check out the parts. For sure, absolutely. We'll take you fishing, too. Uh, see, that, <laughs> that just sealed the deal right there. I yeah, love fishing, so. <laughs> yeah the, Brian, the owner, he's a, a very good fisherman. So, yeah, very uh, avid fisherman. I hear, uh, I hear it's really good there. I, I've, I've always wanted to... Uh, 
to fish in the Pacific Northwest, and yeah. that would definitely be really fun. So count me yeah. in. I think they just went out and got like an eight-foot sturgeon. I think it was. So. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> they know the sweet spots out here. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks again, Georgina. Thank you so much. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to dieselperformance.com. Check out what BD has going on for parts, promotions, new things they have coming out for, for new trucks. And also follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.